0: I start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm in him. It's
1: him. You can look at the boys when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh,
0: you when know, they lose their front shoulders. yeah, i start. yeah, that's how you know. Went about
2: five, ten more yards. He probably went
3: 20 yards. We were trying to get back up. I saw him follow. We rushed forward that night. we got like 166 front like that, and then the next day we came up 153 even. You're listening to the White Cat Outdoors podcast, bringing you to the table where we talk about the outdoors.
1: What's
0: up, everybody? This is episode 131 of the White Cat Outdoors podcast, and we got a packed freaking house tonight. Uh, Nick and Tom are here. What's going on? Glad to be in the studio tonight. And Tom and I are sharing a mic, so if it sounds like uh, we're bumping heads or something, that's why if we bump the mic at all, pay no mind. Um, and we got two people we've never had on the podcast before. Uh, we went snake hunting last week, and these guys came with us, and we're going to talk about it. That's what this whole episode's about. Just these two guys, we're going to talk about their first experience, see what they thought, how it all went down, what we. Found, what we saw, what we caught, and it's gonna get wild. So, the first dude we're gonna introduce is Austin Enterline. What's going on, buddy?
2: Hello, happy to be here. Um, so, I'm gonna tell a little bit about myself. I work for Amerit Drive, I'm um, a Walter, and uh, I like being outside uh, hunting, fishing, you name it. And I've been hunting since I could hold a gun, about seven years old, and yeah, I love the outdoors.
0: Right on, buddy. Uh, and the other dude, took out uh known for I I met you probably it hasn't been that long we haven't met, known each other too long uh you nope. kind of just got introduced to the friend group it's uh Jacob Gaffner so thanks for coming on buddy
1: Oh of course thanks for having me guys um a little bit about myself uh I've been hunting as long as I can remember um ever since I was a little kid mm-hmm. um didn't really get into it a whole lot as a kid um just the last couple of years I've been really really getting back into the woods trying different things snake hunting i'm gonna try out turtle season this year um just kind of bouncing around finding what what sticks mm-hmm. um and i uh love fishing so i hand make fishing lures and hand carve them and yeah. that's, pretty that's a pretty
0: sweet
3: hobby i don't know Bucca. how we didn't know about that before like i think you draw. you told us that when we were on our way down to snake hunt last weekend and i, I yeah, don't know yeah. how i I was like, Emma, I figured would have said something, but she never did. She
0: did. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure she's mentioned it to us. You just weren't I, listening. Well, I, I that
3: one time. <laughs> was I there? Probably. Was I, was I drinking? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's not very well-known thing. It's a tinkering in the basement.
3: Do you sell them or anything or is it?
1: Yeah. If anybody wants them, I sell them. I make you know pretty much the... anything.
3: Do you have like a page for it or anything or?
1: Uh, Yeah. Gaff Bates on Instagram. Gaff Bates. G-A-F-F Bates.
2: Sweet check that out i didn't do yeah. that do you use the
1: airbrush you paint those yep uh airbrush and hand paint mm.
0: that's pretty dope so uh now that we know who you people are uh let's just jump right into it um so we went snake hunting like i said and it was both of your guys's first times right. first time ever yep uh so like what what piqued your interest? What got you going in it? Because like me and Nick were wanting to do it for a long time and we just decided to say you know what the hell with it we're just going to go get into it even though we didn't really know anything about it we just jumped right in. So what got you guys thinking okay snake hunting is probably the, the move here?
2: Yeah when we first started uh, I wasn't really know what to expect and I'm glad it worked out the way we did. I handled my first rat snake right in the <laughs> beginning and uh, practiced tubing that and then the second part of the evening started warming up, and the rattlesnakes were coming out. and Yeah, it was fun.
3: What, uh, like, before we even got out there for that first time, because uh, I remember talking to you about a week before we left, you said that you had bought all your stuff last year and never went out. Um, what, like, what about, I guess, how did you hear about rattlesnake hunting, and, like, what got you interested in even trying it, like, enough to, like, go buy your stuff?
2: Well, I, uh... I saw a couple people online, and then I saw you guys doing it, but that's when I had my stuff, and uh, yeah, I didn't think I should go up on myself. Though it didn't seem like a bright idea, so <laughs> I was having you guys could tag me along, and yeah, that's how I kind of got started. So
0: it was pretty much just like social media, you kind of saw it, just other people doing it through social media, and you're yeah, it like,
2: looks pretty freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun.
3: What about you, Jacob? What, what piqued your interest?
1: Oh, well, I didn't even know we had rattlesnakes in PA. To I feel like with. that's a
0: real common thing. Most people, like, you, we talk about it or someone says something about us doing it, they're like, they had no clue that there were even rattlesnakes in PA.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I didn't have a clue. Um, and then just through listening to you guys, you guys had that uh, a ways back. With John Royer, probably. Uh, or, yeah, I, I think, think so. I think that
0: was, like, our first rattlesnake podcast
3: was with him. Okay. And then I was That's like, way back, like episode thirty-five or something like that. It's
1: way oh, back. it's way back. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, I'd really like to try that. It sounds like a lot of fun. Completely forgot about it until a couple weeks ago when you guys put one out. You said something about snakes, and I was yeah, like, we oh, had a better like, message of it.
3: Yeah, I'm glad you did. It was a good time. I think, like I was explaining where we were at. It's so much easier with a couple guys, you know, to check that whole. Uh, power line, you know, if you only had two guys, it would take like twice as long to cover that. Um, so it actually works out better to have a group of guys to go. Um, so I guess for your first time going, like try and forget what we actually saw, but like what kind of expectations did you have not really understanding how many snakes are in PA, like or rattlesnakes? Like, kind of give me like first thoughts of like what you expected to happen Saturday.
2: Yeah, um, I didn't think, well, I was thinking maybe like one or two, but I wasn't really expecting to catch as many as we did, really. And uh, I mean, I was just happy to be out. We saw a black bear, a couple of porcupines, and yeah, I mean, I was happy just to hold one, so. Uh, that
0: was pretty wild. I mean, I didn't get to see the bear, but you guys—I saw you guys like looking up over the hill, I'm like, "What the hell are they looking at?" Yeah. And I walked up, you're like, "There's a bear right there." I was like, "Get the hell out of here!" <laughs> I didn't even see it, but that's super cool. Because like normally when we're out rattlesnake hunting, it's usually a lot hotter, so you don't see like deer, or literally anything else, because it's so hot, nothing the first wants time to be out.
3: Ever saw any other wildlife? Yeah. Deer, or out rattlesnake hunting.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: So, what about you, Jacob? Who are you expecting to see Saturday?
1: Um, I really didn't expect to find a snake. Uh, really? Yeah, <laughs> he had no faith in us. <laughs> I just thought they since I've never heard of them, they're probably pretty hard to find and pretty elusive. And then when we got out there, we started a little slow. We found that rat snake. Real slow. And <laughs> and the was the like, weather was just horrific.
0: I, I was. I I don't know if I said it to you guys, but the whole time we were walking at the first place, I was like, "We are not gonna find a snake. Like, there's no chance." With Frank the weather hat. that we had, it was literally worst case scenario for finding snakes.
3: I remember Frank and I were like kind of talking like cause we were all like off in different directions and Frank and I were like like this is not good. Like <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, like
0: two guys that had never been out before and now you, know, and you guys have heard us talk about it and we're not finding anything. I'm like we're going to look like real idiots if we can't find a single snake. <laughs> so I,
3: like I started getting on my phone I was like okay, we got to we got to do something like I can't leave and head back home without at least hearing something. Like, I need to prove to them that they're here. Like, that was basically, like, my goal. So, I was like, you know what? I'm like, we decided, like, last minute, Pretty we were at the bottom of that one uh, pad, and I was like, hey, you know, we can spend another couple hours walking around here, but I'm going to get real with you here. We're not going to find anything. So, I was like, let's let's go somewhere else. Um, But I I was really glad we did. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it
0: ended up being the right move.
3: Well, you had a big weather change, like... one it's, or two o'clock, right? Yeah, but um, so Frank and I were getting our um, ritual, uh, or, yeah, ritual snake bites in the night before uh, at the local bar. And we were looking at the weather and everything was looking like okay. Like definitely felt like we could find snakes. It was like, you know, 60, 65 degrees, um, partly sunny. So it was like, okay, I felt pretty good about this. Next morning, still the same thing. And then, like, on our way down there, it's, like, raining the entire time. Like, just, like, a light rain. And I'm, like, looking at the radar on my phone, it's not showing rain, you know, where we ended up. Yeah. And,
2: and then the wind was blowing, like, crazy when oh, we were on top lose of the hill.
3: up there. It was, it was bad. Yeah. Um, but I remember we got off the mountain, and it was, like, ten minutes after that. The sky just opens up, blue skies. But I just – we were already committed to going somewhere else. I didn't want to risk – stay in there and I remember as we were driving like the thermometer was just climbing it was like 72 degrees by the time we got where we wanted to and I tell you it felt a hell of a lot hotter than that by yeah by th- three four o'clock <laughs> definitely by the end of the
2: day it got pretty warm
3: so um, I guess like, maybe just Austin I'll start with you um, describe like the first rattlesnake you like came upon like that feeling
2: right uh, well we were just about to leave the first spot and uh... i saw that just a little bit of that pattern i actually referring to rattlesnake but we'll i know but that, that anyway. was like <laughs> this is a good, that's when i got my heart pumping just looking at that But
3: so yeah well, that's just good and i
2: haven't uh, heard this story Okay. <laughs> well we were just about to leave and i was taking a leak and uh... i'm like i just gotta check this one last rock and i was looking underneath and i saw that pattern i mean those rat snakes pretty much have the same pattern as a rattler and uh... We pretty much dug him out, pulled him out, and I yanked it out. Almost hit Frank with it, <laughs> and then we saw it wasn't a rattler. And then I actually literally
0: couldn't believe that you found it. Like you were shining your light under the rock, and like I got down and was on my hands and knees. He's like, "It's like right there." And I'm like, I think you could literally see like two square inches of this snake. It was ridiculous.
3: <laughs> so I do have to point out. So this would be, I think, Frank and I's fourth season correct Um, snake hunting and both of you two new guys that I only thing I told you you needed was tongs and gators and both you brought flashlights and Frank and I have never brought flashlights and my I'm never going again without one But like and it was both you guys helped me at different points with flashlights looking in areas that we I mean I'm now wondering how many we missed just because you know like on that hillside it can easily shade it off really quickly
2: and then looking and underneath a dark rock you wouldn't even mm-hmm. see it happen. yeah because
0: yeah, <clears throat> even a rock that you can see and reach under that you have a couple inches of space it's dark enough under that rock once you get a foot underneath it you can't see anything yeah. beyond that so we right. could have been looking by a lot of snakes that we didn't see before but now because of you guys we're not going to miss them anymore
2: <laughs>
3: so we're always learning yeah tom to give you an idea that this rat snake i mean the hole that you could see it in was no bigger than your fist and it was probably, what, a foot and a half under the rock? Like, you had to totally lay on your belly where Austin just pissed, which we learned after we were already laying down. Uh
2: Oh, by the way. yeah.
3: So, uh, but we're, like, down there, and then finally we got the snake out, and it wasn't rattling under there, so, like, that kind of piqued our concern if it was a rattlesnake or not, but then once we got it out, it was just a big rat snake. Um, So, basically, we were, like, okay, we didn't get skunked at the first spot, so we kind of chalked it up as well, it like still a half, technically skunks like, like a a <laughs> yeah um, so then you know we we huffed it back to the truck i mean we covered almost three miles in under an hour it
2: was all downhill from there too uh, uh, yeah that, <laughs> helped, that helped a lot
3: um but so we'll go so we'll, were you
2: guys
0: nervous like after the first spot i mean you guys both didn't have like monstrous expectations for finding snakes but were you nervous like with the weather and after the first spot? yeah like, how are you feeling
2: I wasn't too sure what was going to happen, but I mean...
3: You guys' morale was up, I'll give you that. Yeah, I was just
2: happy to be out there, like I said, but... I mean, I knew it was going to warm up later in the day, so I had a good feeling.
3: So, Jake, That was
2: another thing that made me nervous. I didn't mean to interrupt
0: you, buddy, but we have never found snakes after, like, 1 o'clock.
3: 2 was the latest. Yeah. I was looking back at records, but yeah. But we've
0: never had weather like that, so that could be... A contributing factor to that but after we left that spot it was like probably around one o'clock I was like we're... we didn't
3: get to the no- the new spot till two thirty. Yeah
0: so oh, yeah. I was pretty nervous because we had it was completely uncharted territory for me and Nick as well as you guys because of the weather and everything and the time that we were about to start looking I was like I don't know what to expect at all right now because we had never hunted that late in the day we've talked about looking later on in the evening but we just haven't done it because we always just get like Shut off as soon as it gets to a certain point in the day. It's like got hours
3: without seeing anything, so we don't even bother. Mm. So, with that being said, would you say that temperature is more crucial to
0: rattlesnake movement rather than time of day?
3: Yeah, it's. I think it's all temperature. Um, Jacob, what, your first rattlesnake that you came up on, like describe that a
1: little bit. Uh, it was a little scary because we we just found that one uh Frank fountain underneath the rock and uh, we moved down to the next rock and I'm looking under it and there's a big enough space that I could fit in and I made a joke saying oh I could probably fit under here <laughs> I, I was standing right there when you said that I was like oh okay try it yeah. <laughs> and I had my flashlight and I was looking down in and uh, didn't think anything of it while we were joking around and something caught my eye to my left and there was a rattlesnake probably eight inches from my face <laughs> just just sitting there looking at me and then I was like "Well, oh, there's there's a snake, <laughs> <laughs> pulled it out, it was a little guy, but um, it was still crazy that, that they could the get that phase. close. was the yellow phase, was the only
3: yellow phase of the day, right? Or was it Frank's? No, the ones? one yeah. that I found was the yellow. Okay. Yeah. But still, I mean, it was the first two, and I remember you guys were kind of impressed mm-hmm. with the first ones we found, and we tried warning you, like, hey, they get, like, a lot bigger than this. Right, but it's oh, just yeah. cool to see your first oh, snake, yeah. so no
0: matter what, it's going to get you pumped up.
3: Yeah, but, we got them in the tube and got, you know, a little bit of a handle on them, and um, it was, wasn't was long after that, I found the one that was right at my feet.
2: Yeah, Nick was telling me, he says, if you find one, there's most likely to be more after that. And yeah. That's definitely what happened.
3: We found three, like, boom, boom, boom. It was
2: funny, because right when you were walking up to that rock, you're like, that one told
0: me his brother's right No, over that was the his... one Austin found. Oh, was it?
3: Yeah, so we found Jacob's and austin moved over and i said hey make sure you check that rock good and before we put this one back he told me his buddy lives under that rock like, <laughs> yeah. like a minute later austin's like i got one over there <laughs> that was pure luck but yeah um, trying to so there's that was the first ones i guess um
2: or when uh frank was stepping on that rock that's what really yeah, opened that my was mind. the
0: first one that we found i tipped the rock up and you caught that one but yeah, that, that one, I almost me. walked away from it because I was on top of that rock. And you were shaking it too, like a skateboard, right? Just yeah. tipping it up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it didn't make a sound, and I started to walk away before it started to rattle. And that was something that we've said on the podcast a bunch of times, that it's not like they're just constantly rattling. You know, As soon as you get within 30 feet of them, they're going to start rattling. It's you got to really almost step on them before they're gonna make a noise and let you know that they're there right
3: well Jake he was you put yourself in the strike zone twice with snakes that never <laughs> yeah. Rattled. Yeah, like both snakes you found he was within striking distance and never <laughs> like eye like eye level striking distance and they never ball. once which I mean that kind of pa- makes me panic because like oh that's only happened to us once in a den um but also Probably. you guys I, you guys were so much more methodical um underneath rocks than we typically are, which I think helped us a lot because typically where the, the weather, um, when we're out there, they're almost, they're all like those big rocks. We'll find them just sitting right on top of them. Um, but because the weather was a lot worse in the morning, we were finding them all underneath or right at the bases. So I think like being methodical with each and every rock, I think is what helped us get as many snakes as we did, because uh, if we did our typical walks through there, I don't think we would have found nearly as many with, I mean, Jesus, you would have, you almost walked right away from yours. Frank and I were, you know, talking, standing over top of one that we didn't even see. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. um, yeah. So I guess elephant in the room is we did we brought one
1: home this whole <laughs> week over the whole weekend. Been like I got one. I brought one home. <laughs> yeah. So but give Keep us quiet. the uh,
3: the rundown of you know your first legal snake to bring home.
1: Well, at first it was it was crazy because I I completely froze when i saw it under the rock um i went down started going down a hill and i was checking rocks and i'd step over a rock and then i would turn around and check that rock well i skipped this rock because i thought i saw a better spot to look and i looked and then i turned around just to look up the hill and i see what looks to be a mountain dew can sized snake sticking out of a rock
0: much bigger than the ones we've already
1: found oh yeah and i looked down the hill at frank and He's looking up at me, and I'm like... Oh.
3: How far were it, was Frank from you when you found I him? I was
0: probably about 30 yards or so. I wasn't yeah. terribly far, but not close.
3: Well, no. yeah, Austin and I were on the other side, and we saw that it got really quiet over there. Like both of us <laughs> yeah. were like...
2: What's... Nick looks at me, he's like, I think they got one. <laughs> yeah, cause you
3: guys didn't say anything. We're just like looking, I'm like, I think they somebody's
2: got one over there. I heard the rattler before I heard them say they had one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, like, like I said, I froze and then i just turned and looked at him and i was like uh there's a big snake up here and, and just the like,
0: way he like looked down at me and said it like i don't even i didn't even like register what he said i heard it but i was like is he is he serious like i i literally couldn't tell like i didn't even get excited at that point cuz i was like is he for real or what like what's going on cuz he was just like staring at me and wasn't doing anything <laughs> towards the snake i was like Okay, go get it, <laughs> grab it.
1: Oh yeah, I mean he was curled up under that rock, so I didn't feel pressured to mm-hmm. jump right at him. I think he was just trying to hide from me because I just yeah, stepped probably. on that rock and in front of him. And so I was like, all right, I start freaking out because I wanted to get, <laughs> get a good grab on him because we were in some pretty good rocks. And so I just kind of reached and grabbed a hold of him, pulled him out, and I grabbed pretty far back on the snake. And it just kept coming and coming and coming out of the rock. And I started freaking out more and more. And then had to go down the embankment, down to a flat spot.
3: Because I remember, yeah, we told you guys before we started, we said, when you get one, you know, get it in the clamps and try and get to a, a flat spot or some stable ground. And there was not much of that on that hillside there. Not at all. Like, even where we were was not ideal, but, I mean, it was the best we had. Right. So.
1: Oh, yeah, and then carrying it down a Steep rock, they're all wobbling, and the snake—that's the biggest snake I've ever seen—is yeah. hanging off of my, I mean, my It was
3: an impressive snake for yeah. sure. Uh, I remember Austin, I like I said we were still back a little bit when you grabbed it and you swung it around, and Austin, and I saw it. I was like, dude, that's a big snake. <laughs> like I could tell from over there. I was like, I remember we explained to you guys beforehand, like you're gonna know when it's legal. Uh, like you know, we had a couple that were you know the. That one I found was, like, in the high 30s or something. Um, but that snake, I mean, there was no doubt in my mind. As soon as I – like, I saw it from 50 feet away, and I was like, total illegal snake. Like, no chance. So oh, that yeah. was really cool.
1: If yeah. you would ask me while I was pulling that snake out, I would have said 70 to 100 inches. <laughs> <laughs> it would it have a world state record. record. 50 yep. pounds. <laughs> um. no,
3: I, I was – you know, like, we've only caught – a couple snakes that are that, like, girthy. Um, we've caught some that are around that length, but the girth on that snake was what was most impressive to me. Um, it's just, uh, my it's got to be an old snake. I don't, I don't know how to age them, and maybe John Royer does. Yeah, I don't or know. Or some sort of snake expert, but it'd be interesting to see how old a snake like that is because they have I have read that it takes up to five years for them to be get get to that legal size. Okay. Um, well, But I don't know if snakes are like people and they all have like their length or, you know, or they like just max out a length and they just get fatter. I I don't know. Um, But it'd be interesting to see on that. It's not like molars you can age.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) open his mouth up, see how old he is.
1: (laughs) Have to Um, do some research. Yeah,
3: I don't don't, don't know how to age snakes. Um, So after, you know, one weekend of doing it, um, is that... You guys hooked
1: on it. You guys want to go back?
2: Is oh, that... I'm, i I would definitely go back. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, yeah. I'm good, hooked for a few more seasons at least. At least, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so it, hopefully that one sticks, like you said at the beginning. You've been trying a bunch of different things, so hopefully snakes sti- sticks for you. Oh yeah. Um, that's uh, Frank and I got into it just on a whim, um, and we've been hooked on it ever since. It's you know, just it's a good
0: like, thing to break up between turkey season and deer season. It gives you basically two months of something to do on the weekends or, you know, cause we're not close. We can't really go on the weekdays, but just another reason to get outside and get in the woods, go hiking around and it's in the mountains. So it helps you stay in
1: shape. Right. Yeah. Killer right. workout.
3: Yeah. I, I was, my legs were dead. Um <laughs> We actually, the first time we ever had dirt bikers come through. So that was,
0: yeah, these guys, they went they up this ride. one hill. It was literally nothing but like, Softball to football size rocks and they you could
3: not step on a rock without it moving underneath you. And these guys ripped dirt bikes. I mean it I mean that thing has to be what a hundred some yards tall? Yeah and it's
2: steep. (laughs) Steep as shit. Yeah. I don't know how they made it up there. It was it took
3: I mean the first guy I was impressed. The first dude just ripped right up. He didn't have to put his feet down once. The other three guys, all three of them, stalled their bikes at some point and Had to like pretty much walk them up, straddling. But it was, I was impressed. Yeah. But um.
0: So yeah, we're definitely. I was super glad to have you guys there. I was really excited, especially because like I knew that you got into it like just from listening to the podcast. Like you didn't, it wasn't even on your radar. So it's cool to take somebody out and. Kind of just show them what's it, what it's all about, and to, yeah, I was super pumped that we got to take home a snake. Like I was totally not expecting to take home a snake. One with the weather, and two, I, I kind of said like at the beginning of that second spot, like we usually don't find a lot of big snakes there. It's, we find an abundance of them, but they're usually smaller. So the fact that we got to take one home really heightened the trip a lot. It was, I had a lot of fun. I'm really glad that we got yeah,
3: that's, to share that with you guys. It was far, a lot of fun. That was by far the biggest snake we've ever pulled off of that area and we've been there a few times so and I don't, yeah, it
0: took us a minute to find it because my dad remember when he deleted all my waypoints so we were kind of <laughs> driving around looking at the map and happened upon it again
3: yeah we were like trying to reference like that, the restaurant we went to and then like I remember like a sign and then there was just like some weird that
0: goofy prison it, I remembered yeah. that and the restaurant those were the two things that I was going off but we off didn't even
3: of. remember the name of either of them so it was like Frank's like trying to think of where it was on onyx but we did end up kind of stumbling upon it we were actually heading somewhere else and drove through it and frank's like i think this is like i think that is here yeah when we
0: as soon as we got to that prison i was like okay i know right where we're at turn around
3: (laughs) so that worked out uh really good so I guess i mean from moving forward it's we got to get austin a snake now yeah oh yeah that's the goal yeah
0: Um, so free up your weekends until the end of july absolutely
3: Uh, (laughs) i think i was discussing my schedule with tom i'm thinking like the like the third week of july i might have open
0: um i'd have to check my schedule i'm not really sure so so i definitely want to get out a couple more times between now and the end of the season
3: so we'll definitely have to. One try. time's
0: definitely not enough.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to make a weekend of it, if we can. If everybody could get the time, I, mm-hmm. I know it's tough. But um, if not, maybe we can, you know, stick a little bit closer in that area we were at, uh, so we have a little bit more time mm-hmm. to yeah. hike around. Maybe if we really get <clears throat> into them and get a legal snake or two, then we can maybe check out some new areas. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing that always surprises people we talked to and myself even is the amount of snakes or rattlesnakes that are in Pennsylvania like oh, if, yeah. if we find six in a day I don't know if we actually just said that we found six on that trip
2: I found I think I found a couple I couldn't even grab yeah just hearing yeah. them under the rocks or right. the rattle
3: yeah. um, but I mean it makes you wonder how many you walk by right you know. so if there's six in that area there's I bet you there's at least 18 or a dozen, maybe. Yeah, for you, sure.
0: I bet there's even more than that. Because <laughs> that one spot where we found that den, and that's obviously a more concentrated uh, population of snakes in a den, but that wasn't far from where we were. It's, it was the same we found, Yeah, exactly. And we found there was like 13 snakes in that spot. Mm. And I remember that's right, yeah. just one little spot about a mile from where we were.
3: We were showing you guys like where that den was, and I was like... I mean, we're not
0: going we're there like, today. <laughs> kind of,
3: we've had about enough. You know, well, it, was, it was a ways. Yeah, and it's it's not... I mean, it's just as difficult to get there as going back up there. It gets, it's pretty much a mirror image of what we came down back up the other side. So.
1: Mm. I don't but know we, if we'd make it back to the truck. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping
3: in that logging trailer. Yeah. Um,
0: so after going, like, would you guys feel comfortable? I'm not saying I'm not going to go with you anymore, Austin, but like... <laughs> After going, like seeing the terrain that we walked, like, do you think you could figure it out from here, like if, if we couldn't go or whatever, do you think you could figure it out? Yeah from, here, from there? We, was, did we teach you enough? Yeah
2: <laughs> no, I, I had not, no idea what I was walking into Saturday, and uh, I definitely have a pretty good idea now where I could think I could take my dad because I was telling my experience, and he was like, "We gotta we're, go. We're yeah. <laughs> we definitely gotta go sometime, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome.
3: I think yeah the biggest thing to look for um is like a lot of rocks and above 1800 foot right i don't know if you guys noticed or if i pointed out while we were there but we found your snake at like 17.8 and okay. there was not a single snake below that and we went down quite a ways past where that like literally as soon as we dropped below that 1800 it just yeah, shot right off
2: yeah that was crazy
3: and i would I'd be willing to put quite a bit of money on that if we had we gone all the way to the bottom and back up that other side right around that same distance is when we would have got back into them. I bet you we wouldn't have found anything up into that point.
1: Oh yeah. It's
3: just it's I don't know. Frank and I just have learned that over the years that like we just paid attention to like every little detail while we're hunting, and that's one thing that stuck out to us is we do we just don't find them if there's. I guess I, I should say this. A little I little say I, I was about to refine um, it, but I'll you. Yeah, obviously. So, you know. If there are peaks that are above 1,800 foot, that's where you want to be. If you're in an area that looks really good for snakes, but you can't find a single peak in the area that's above 17, they're going to be in that area. So basically what it boils down to is they like to be in the top... Or the top couple hundred feet. Yeah. Um, I feel like you've got a larger range when some of them places we were in topped out at like 21, 2,200 feet. So you have a bigger range, but when... You know there's a couple places frank and i found snakes where the top point was like 1700 foot so it seemed like we would find them you know right around the tops and that was really it so just something to think about if you guys you know if you decide to take your dad out or you can convince any of your buddies <laughs> yeah <get out>
0: <laughs> you can be the guide this time <laughs> yeah
1: I, I might have a few convinced
3: oh really you think that after going once maybe they that you're
0: talking that? about how some of your buddies were talking to you and they're like yeah you're Freaking nuts for going!
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they're like, no way, not going. And I was like, oh well, I gotta find a way to get out there and do this thing. <laughs> and then showed them some pictures of the snakes, and they were like, oh, you know, maybe, 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 maybe. we'll have to go out there, so <laughs> they they touch them.
2: But thought you were totally nuts, or you're like, maybe I'll go with you, but there's no in between. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, well, thank you guys again for coming with us. I actually had a a blast, you know, teaching people you know what me and frank got really passionate about mm-hmm. a few years ago it's cool to share that experience with somebody else and hopefully get you guys as interested in it as we are now you know it's just yeah it's something hopefully different you guys to... can
0: find people to share it with too That's pretty pretty freaking cool
3: yeah nobody nobody does it you know you don't hear of people snake hunting really
2: yeah.
1: Oh, yeah so i can't thank you guys enough for taking the time to take us out there and show yeah honestly that was the information thanks thanks
3: to to you guys maybe have to make a trip to the crippled bear (laughs) i would be way into the
0: crippled bear that that's a good spot
3: so i guess on uh, the note of the crippled bear i guess we'll leave it at that (laughs) Uh, thanks again guys and uh, for all you guys out there if you got snakes in your area why don't you guys get outside